Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Married AF Podcast. This is episode number 27. We are your hosts, Matthew and Monica Powers. And ready for another awesome episode for us today? Well, you have something. I've done it again. You, you have something <laughs> that is like controversial. This had your blood boiling just yesterday whenever you were telling me about this. I was so to the point where you said, I have to put my phone away. I can't read about this anymore. We just have, we're going to have to talk about this on the podcast. I don't want to hear it. I, I just, I, I can't even think about it anymore. I'm going to go do a dinner. I just, you weren't going to have anything to do with it. This made your blood absolutely boil. I literally had to do something else to get me, get, to get my mind completely off of what I just read. Oh, I mean, you were you were hot. You were mad. Like you were getting mad at me because <laughs> of the article. Like- I was like, "Are you kidding me right now? I didn't even do anything." <laughs> I kept just going and 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 ah. Yeah. My face was red. Oh yeah, I mean, you were Blushed. like you were you were getting hot and you were getting sweaty and I mean, it was this was making you so <laughs> irritated and so mad. That you're like, we just we have to talk about this on the podcast. We just need to. I, I can't think about it. I really it anymore. want some feedback on this one. You want to hear about this one? I want feedback from. Like, are we crazy to think think opposite of what we're going to talk about today? Because yeah. we're going to be completely counter of of what what this article that you're going to talk about is going to say. Yes, and the article is. <sighs> I love you, but I don't want to sleep with you. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's just. <gasps> I mean that I'm that's sorry, a. What? That's a headline getter right there. You read that, you're like, ah, what is this? I need to read about this. <laughs> what is this actually saying right now? Yes. I said, let Matthew Powers tell me he loves me, but he doesn't want to sleep with me. That's not going to go over so well. <laughs> you don't have to worry about those words leaving my mouth. <laughs> it's going to be okay. We used to sleep on a full-size bed. Yeah. How? I don't know. Looking back, <laughs> like, how in the now world? Now that we have a king size, it's like, we did that. Mm-hmm. Why? Listen, we have I believe in your side of the bed because we have a sleep number and we also, sleep on completely different numbers. Yes. And you we also have the thing where it's the hot or cold temperatures. Yeah, it's the greatest thing in the world. I don't ever want to cross to your side of the bed. It'd be like for me, it would be like going to Antarctica. Yeah, I, I keep mine on you come to the, the equator hot- on my <laughs> side of the bed. My, my side of the bed is on the <laughs> coldest temperature, like all night long. Your side, you do the hottest temperature. You only do for a couple hours until you get to sleep. Yeah, but, but my then side I typically it turn stays it back on freezing cold the is, entire night. Yes, because there is a cover thief in our bed. Listen, I I and been, there's probably a reason I have to have the heat on. And there's a reason why you steal all the covers because you over in Antarctica are completely freezing and you need all of the covers. Now, I will be happy to finally admit <laughs> because I had denied that I was a cover thief for years. Mm-hmm. But I, I will admit on the air right now <laughs> to all the people listening, the people in Germany are going to be furious about this because... <laughs> You know, the outreach that has this this podcast has taken in Germany. But they love us in the Germany. I don't know what it is, but the Germans <laughs> it's, love us. It's maybe it's our friend Patrick now. Maybe so. I don't know what it is. Uh, <laughs> but they, they love us in Germany for whatever reason. But I'm happy to admit, well, not necessarily happy, but I will admit I am. I'm happy. I am the cover thief. Yes. And the only w- way I realized this is when you were in Juarez, Mexico for the <laughs> mission trip. And just I was home alone. Ago. Just two months ago. <laughs> I woke up. From like the second night of you being gone, I was like, why in the world do I have all? Uh, Oh my gosh, (laughs) it's me. 
I'm the problem with the covers because for whatever reason, I get all of the top cover and none of the sheet. The sheet goes in the opposite direction. The it's sheet the all goes to you. the only thing I can find to pull. The comforter comes over to me and it infuriates me every single night. And I've always been like, why does this happen? We need to find out why this happens. Well, it is me. Because when I woke up when you were in Juarez and it was week. just me in the bed, <laughs> guess what? All the sheet was on your side. All the top was on my side. I don't know what happens, but And it has I nothing it to do with me at all. No, not, not none whatsoever. But this is not the cause or the reason for the article I'm going to read. No, it possibly could be. So what's the name of the article again? I love you, but I don't want to sleep with you. Okay. And it's from the New York Times, published in the New York Times. It's from the New York Times. And I'm going to be bouncing back and forth between different. All right. Well, go ahead and kind of hit us with the article and we will kind of break and discuss some of this. Um, But essentially, I love you, but I don't want to sleep with you. And I just from the get go, I'm already thinking, well, that's that's probably not the best thing for a marriage. (laughs) I'm going to read you a little bit of the description. Okay. And then I'm going to read you the quotes from married couples who agree with this. Let's hear it. Let's get get going. Let's let's see what this is all about. (laughs) Okay. Sleeping in separate bedrooms is more common in a relationship than one might think. One in five couples sleep apart. And almost... I'm going to stop you right there. (laughs) I have a hard time believing that one in five couples, 20% of people sleep in separate bedrooms. Where are they getting these facts? Where where do the surveys come from? Why would why were we an odd part of that survey? Hey, slow down. I'm about to give you that information. Oh, fantastic. I jumped again. <laughs> I'm sorry. A little premature there. Sorry about that. One in five couples sleep apart. And almost two thirds of those couples do so every night, according to a January survey from 2,200 Americans conducted by the International Housewares Association for the New York Times. Interior designers have reconfigured homes to transform separate bedrooms into adjoining ones, an arrangement that is increasingly popular among such couples. They want, to, they want the secondary room to feel as thoughtfully decorated as the primary room, designers say. Perhaps these couples have found the secret to domestic bliss. That's where I went livid. Yeah, the secret to domestic bliss. Are you kidding me? Okay, let me finish. A room of one's own. That's domestic bliss? Apparently so. (laughs) Everyone gets a better night's sleep undisrupted by a partner's snoring blanket stealing that's me or this one made me even more mad so not the fact that you actually live the blanket stealing every single day I will live with it to the day you die Matthew Powers I know I'm going way before you do (laughs) anyways what is it another reason For them to love this so much. Not the blanket stealing. It's the devotions. Devotions is the word that they use for late night TikTok scrolling. 
Whoa. All right. Well, we're going to stop right there. No, I have more. No, 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 no. <laughs> we, got, we have to stop right there and address that. So what that is saying yeah. is that we need to devote time in our day to late night TikTok scrolling. So what this is saying is that TikTok scrolling has become so important in our lives that we need to devote time to this and take time away from our spouse and from our kids and from our careers and from whatever it is. We have to have our own rooms now. Because, because we have to scroll TikTok. Yes. TikTok. Devotion to late night TikTok scrolling. That's where I went livid. Face was flushed. I put my phone down. I didn't want to look at it. I went straight to cooking dinner. Furious. Now, if looking at videos on TikTok is more important than your spouse, mm, Jesus, you, you got problems. Yes. If you'd rather sit there and scroll through TikTok or Instagram, whatever it is, Facebook, I, I don't care, whatever it looks like. If you'd rather scroll through your phone than actually spend time with your spouse, that's problem number one. Okay. This next sentence kind of calms me down a smidge. A smidge. But I was still... So mad. Devotion to late night TikTok. Literally, scrolling. the word may, is may, you know devotion. What? Maybe we maybe we have it all wrong. Maybe we have it all wrong. Maybe we're the ones who need to be scrolling TikTok on a that's stupid. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. That's a dumb thing. I can't thing even you've finish the, the statement. That's stupid. <laughs> but there's a but. Sex therapists and marriage counselors have their doubts. Okay, that got me real back in a little Thank bit. Thank goodness, people with a brain. Well. Take away the guaranteed time together, not to mention the easy opportunity for sex. At the end of each day, lovers could morph into glorified roommates. Duh! That's exactly what's happening. Duh. That's essentially what you are. You're a roommate. You you sleep in separate beds in separate rooms, so you just see each other in passing as you would with a roommate. You hang out whenever you have time to, but you're too concerned with your own life and what it's you're going to do by yourself. It's benefits, but let's have all the benefits too. Well, I don't even know if that's really going to fully exist in that in that sense. All right. Now I'm going to go over a few of the married couples, the 2200 Americans. There's the problem. All right. Let's hear it. This is a quote from a married couple. You have to be practical with marriage if you want to stay married. You do have to be practical. Married for 40 years, this couple have slept in separate bedrooms for half that time. What? I'm going to say they are the absolute exception. I have thought. I There's have more on this. Matthew Howard. C- continue. I, I, have, I have multiple here's thoughts a, to break down. Here's another quote. There are definitely times when we do sleep together for emotional support. <laughs> okay. They've been together for 13 years and have never shared a bedroom. Uh huh. Okay. Here's another one. I'm going to skip it because. Because why? Just why? I don't care about what lesbians have to do, why they need to sleep together. Okay. Move on. <laughs> okay. Here's another married couple. 
You're no longer trying to figure out ways to break away from your family to get your alone time. Ooh. (sighs) They started sleeping apart at the beginning of the pandemic. He said they feel closer now that they have their own bedrooms. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Can we can we pause for just a moment and kind of talk through those those last couple? Yeah. Here, that's, here's that's, that's all of them. Here's my overall thought: that by sleeping in separate bedrooms, what that does is it does create alone time. For whatever reason, people think that they long and need alone time. What happens when you get alone? What happens whenever you isolate yourself from mm. people? You isolate yourself it's from the people that playground. Exactly. Whenever you isolate yourself from your friends, from your family, and especially when you isolate yourself from your spouse, man, the things that you will will get into, the rabbit those, holes that you will dive into. Devotion, the, the devotional the, TikTok scrolling oh, will get you in some trouble. The the demons that that can bring out. Oh, absolutely. It's not it's not safe for you personally, individually. It's not safe for your relationship or your spouse or your kids or your family or friends. Not safe for your career. It's going to get you down in places that you never expected to go. Where, just like we've talked about in the past, where you wake up at some point in time, you're like, how in the world did I get here? Mm-hmm. Well, you got here because you thought it was a good idea to sleep in separate bedrooms from your spouse constantly so you can have your own time to do your own thing whenever you want to do and, and you begin to scroll your phone and look at things and see things that is not healthy for you, for your relationship at all. That's exactly what happens. Mm-hmm. We're not meant to be alone. We're not meant to be isolated. We're not meant for that me time, that alone time. And I get people need time to themselves to collect their own thoughts and this and that, but that should not be very long. You I mean you can do that when you're in the shower. You can do that whenever you're driving back and <laughs> driving, forth to work. Yes. You can do that even if you work from home. You can take a minute a lot of the times when you're working from home and take just a couple minutes for yourself. That's perfectly fine. That's understandable. But to have an entire night, every single night of your life devoted away from your spouse, it's a terrible idea. It is. This is not going to work out for, for anything good. The only times that you and I have slept apart from each other, not not one of us being out of town, as if one of us is very, very sick. Yes. That's the only time. We hardcore believe in quarantine around here. Absolutely. We don't want to share it. We don't want to share it. So if one of us is sick, it's going to be. Or the kids. Or the kids. That's going to be. Because well, one of us will have to take care of them. Yes. Yeah, so we, you know, we draw straws like who, who's, who's the unlucky one who's got to <laughs> brave this and get it next. But that's who the only time. have more of an important day tomorrow. That's the only time that yes. I can see that it's okay to sleep apart from each other. Should never be something that is done every single day because that's the only time I can think that we've ever slept apart from each other is because one of us is sick or maybe one of the kids is sick and we're sleeping in the bedroom with the child and we're trying to separate. That's the only only reason that it is okay. Absolutely agree. If I'm wrong, someone please tell me how I'm wrong that that can be the only good reason. We are meant to be with our spouses. Why else did you marry them? To lead second lives? No. Unbelievable. Okay, so the you know the sex therapists and marriage counselors had their doubts, right? So here's a little more of that. They're questioning this the decision to slumber in separate quarters is what they're saying. Is it really because the partner tosses and turns too much? Absolutely not. 
Or is it an excuse to avoid talking about bigger problems at home? There's one. Ooh. That's number one. Absolutely. That is 100% a reason to not discuss things that are actually going on. You don't even know who your spouse is anymore. You're not spending that time. No. One of my favorite things that we do every single day. You don't know day, what they're doing in there. Well, not just that. One of my favorite things that you and I do every single day is whenever we go to bed, a lot of the times we'll be able to talk about our day or things that happened when I without get home from work like, yes, without, that- without disruptions. But one of my favorite parts is us when we go into the bedroom and we're able to talk about things that happened or, you know, conversations that we had or things that are going on that we, we can't, can't have con- those conversations yeah. with the kids. Exactly. It's one of my favorite parts of the day. And if you're doing this, you're not able to have those conversations. And, those- and when you're not having those conversations, you're separating from your spouse. They don't even know who you are anymore. Mm, come on, Pastor. That's so dumb. <laughs> So dumb. I love that part of our day. But in that moment, there's also we're getting ready for bed. We get ready for bed together. Yes, we do. We go to bed together. It's very rare that you go to bed before I do, unless I am trying to figure out something with one of the children. Absolutely. And you're like, baby, I will see you in the bed in a minute. More times than not, we're going to bed at the same time. We're going to bed together. But we, we get ready for bed. Like pajama style, get ready for bed. Now we don't do long pants and button up shirts like, you know, you see in the movies. No, but that would be kind of cool. Like Lucy and Ricky? Yeah, absolutely. Can I I get one of those funny hats (laughs) that you wear? Or carry around a candle? the I Love Lucy show because they... Now, I did a little bit of research on this, the sleeping in separate beds. Now, that, that goes back, but they would get together. They would... They would get ready for bed together. Right. Essentially, because they would go to the bed at the same time. But in our process of getting ready for bed, we are spilling our guts to each other about what we can't talk about in front of our children. Absolutely, we are. I do love that. I do, too. Because it's also an escape for us. Well, it brings us closer together. It lets us know what we're feeling and what we're thinking. And it also helps us that if we are dealing with something that doesn't necessarily have to do with the other we're there to lend a hand and to, you know, talk about it and to offer advice or just to be there to, just to hear to someone listen. out. Absolutely. Yes. But when we are completely done with all of the getting ready for bed process, we get in the bed and we are laying in bed and we, if I'm not laying on your chest or cuddling with you, you are cuddling with me. Yeah. Or we're both laying down, looking straight at each other in each other's eyes. Yeah, and we're talking about things. Yeah. Or we're, we're just we're spending it's that time together. It is important magical. time. Yeah, it's very very important time to spend never together. I want to be apart from you. No, like I'm gone, you're gone. After the first night, I mean, like it's kind of hard to fall asleep the first night. It is the second night. It's like, okay, are you coming back home? Yeah. Hurry Even up. when I'm on a mission trip, I'm like okay, day two. We got to get this going. How can we speed this up? I need to get back to my bed. Yeah, it's uh, this is just I think this is this is separating what marriage is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. OK, there's more. OK. Um, or is it a non-confrontational way to escape an unhappy pairing? Ouch. Absolutely. That is absolutely what it is. Mm-hmm. It's an easy way to. Yeah, it's an easy way to escape an unhappy pairing. And the reason you're unhappy is because you're not having that time together. You're not having the difficult conversations. This therapist says, what are you pretending not to know? Ooh. She said, I have people say things like, I moved to that other bedroom because of my back. And I'm like, did you? 
Did you? No. That's exactly what I'm, I'm word for word. You know what? They make beds now. Hence, we have one. <laughs> That's why we have it. <laughs> that if someone's got a bad back, someone oh. doesn't. Someone likes it harder. Someone likes it softer. Someone likes, you know, the legs. They have beds for that now. Yes. This therapist says sleeping apart is the ultimate marital discord. I can agree with some of that. It opens a, as a spouse. Ca- um, oh, okay. Cause she's talking about a movie. It opens with a spouse sleeping on the couch. It's just showing a symbol of an unhappy family. That's exactly. I mean, I, I I totally see that. You cannot be happy in the same room. That's a, that's essentially now, what I'm saying. I there's there's some of the some of these are um, like the cover thief or the snoring. I'm sorry, but you snore. And we've I had this conversation. Snore. We've know. had we've the children had the even say, you sound like the walking dead. I know. Some nights are worse than others. It happens. And if it wakes me up, I always push you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ugh. Yeah, stop. And all it does is turn you to the other side. <laughs> Guess what? I don't have a clue. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no idea whatsoever that that's happening. You no, had no idea that I nudged you. No. To make you stop snoring. Nope. And then you turn the opposite way, and I'm like, ah. Oh. And I just silence. Sleep, sleep my little heart out. And it does not take me but three seconds to go back to bed because I know you're snoring. Yeah, I, I think those, you know, the the cover thief because I, I'm clearly a cover thief. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You have your own little blanket that you you'll sleep with in there <laughs> to, to be able to have that, and, that, and that's fine. Um, I think that is lazy excuses. Yes. That is just pure the easy way out. I am I'm lazy. That's all that is. It's a poor, poor excuse. Take away the guaranteed time together, not to mention the easy opportunity for sex. Found at the end of each day, curled up in the bed together, lovers could morph into glorified roommates. That's exactly what's happening. Because I think about if you I think about don't share a room. That is the isn't that the definition of a roommate? I mean, basically, you live in the same house, but you have different rooms. Well, I think about Room you know, in, in 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 college and everything. When I had roommates, I mean, that was it. You 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 know, spend a little time together. You may eat together every now and again, and it's just like, all right, I'm going to bed. This and and you're gone, and you just and you do your own thing. Yeah, that's not what marriage is supposed to be at all. No, and it does. I mean, it's, no, me and my roommate from college, our first year, we were crazy. Yeah, we didn't sleep in the same room. We. Had we our rooms were down the hall from each other, but we would we would eat dinner together, we would go out to dinner together, we would out we would go out to the clubs together, we would go out hang out with friends together, but that didn't mean we were a couple. No, that didn't mean we were married. We were roommates. Roommates, and you come home and you do you you go to your separate bedrooms and you go to bed. Yes. But another another key part of this is it takes away the easy opportunity for sex, which sex is so important in a marriage. It is, it is an actual need that has to be fulfilled. And this takes that opportunity away. Why would anyone not want those opportunities to be presented as often as possible? It's, I mean. Because TikToks become more important than that. If you want a TikTok more than you want to have sex with your spouse. You got problems. Major you got big issues right problems. there. Gee whiz. There's a survey of 3,000 couples in long-term relationships 
that found that roughly 33 to 40 percent in this report they are in a sexless relationship no wonder you're scrolling tiktok and you don't sleep in the same room that's exactly why it's not the way the marriage was designed it's a wonder why we see 50% of all marriages end in divorces because we're chasing after all of this stuff, all these worldly things. Holy mother. All right, I see your face. What are you, what are you reading there? Clinically defined as having sex together more than six times a year. That's a sexless relationship. Wait, you, wait, only wait, wait, wait. you only have sex six times a year? That's pretty sexless. That's birthday booty for each of you. <laughs> Valentine's Day booty. People love Valentine's Day. We don't do Valentine's Day. Thank goodness. Valentine's but Day is stupid. You're it gonna, is dumb. You better not buy me flowers that I'm going to have to take care of. And they're going to die in a few days that you overpaid for. Don't bring home something else yeah, for got, me to take care of. You got your, your two birthday booties. Two birthday booties. You, have Valentine's you got Valentine's booty. booty. Maybe. Anniversary booty. Anniversary if you celebrate. And then two other times a year. Maybe two other holidays. That's it. You get really drunk on the 4th of July and that's how you can have sex with your spouse. That's a terrible way to look at it but you're not wrong but yeah i, I would agree that i mean six times a year that's that is that's pretty sexless but i think that's probably more but of the norm that, than what we think it is well maybe so but when i read that just six times a year you only have sex six times a year now i understand if there are certain circumstances where like your wife just had a baby yeah that happens your husband had a vasectomy there's been some kind of situation like when i had my shoulder surgery now, we didn't let that necessarily stop us. But that's how different we are from the average person who is sexless. Yeah, you have you have to have sex in a marriage. It's it's part of it. That's one of the beauties of marriage. We we were we are naturally made to, to have sex with each other, and that's the beauty of marriage. When you do it the way in which it was designed, it's awesome. When you it says when you sleep in the same bed, sex naturally happens. Yeah, it does. Yes, it most certainly does. How you do it? It's just it's so much easier for it to happen. Again, that's why I don't understand. Why would you not want to maximize every single one of those opportunities, especially dudes? I'm saying the the guys who are on board with this, you're up to no good. Obviously. Okay, you're simply the guys who are on board with sleeping in separate bedrooms completely. You are up to no good some way somehow because it is a when you look at it. Sex is an absolute need, especially for men. It is one of the it's one of the core needs that men have and that have to be fulfilled because if they're not, our brains get stupid and we say something dumb, we do something dumb. Doesn't make it right whatsoever. It's just a bad idea all the way around. It's not anything that needs to happen. And and the men who are on board with this, you're up to no good. Okay, you're doing something wrong. You're doing something bad. Completely agree. But let me let me finish this by this same therapist. She said, we marry for love and therefore we want to be in the same bed and have sex with each other. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But according to this survey, uh, 31% of surveyed couples who said they sleep apart reported that the arrangement had no impact on their relationship. I'm going to say that. They obviously didn't have a relationship to begin with. Now, moving on, 21% said that their relationship improved because of it. Well, that may also makes me think, well, how, how it, bad was it? One, if it truly improved, how bad was it to begin with? Right. And, and, and what happens is maybe this improved it in some way. Maybe you're fighting all the time or something, and maybe you needed a little time to 
a little time apart, maybe a little time to reconcile some things of your own. But that's not sustainable. Mm-mm. That's not going to last. That is not going to take you all the way through till the day you die. It's just not going to do it. I just don't understand. So one of the couples, his quote was, you're no longer trying to figure out ways to break away from your family to get the alone time. Now, this guy is 31 years old who is saying this. Oh, come on, man. Why get are your we alone in time? that? I really hate that our birthday is in the, quote, millennial. I know. I know generation because I don't understand any of them. I mean, how, how much I, I would love to know, like, really, how much alone time does an individual need? On a daily basis, how much his, true alone time do you really need? His wife moved into the guest room. So he, he, he kicked her out, her out he of the master. Out the bedroom, said, hey, baby, I, I need you al- go over here to the guest room. Baby, I, I need alone time. She's 30. And she just went along with this. Oh, my word. I can imagine. No. Listen to me real quick. I can, I, I can imagine <laughs> how that conversation would go real quick if I said, hey, baby, I need my alone time. So I'm going to need you to move out of the bedroom and go sleep in one of the one of the extra bedrooms. Do you currently see my face? Oh, I do. And the camera does, too. Good. That's a terrible <laughs> idea. What were you going to say? This woman. Oh, my Jesus. Her thought process behind it. Now, it really irritates me because she says, I'm an introvert and I need alone time to recharge. It's called sleep. She is a host of a podcast too. <laughs> What's the po- I would love to I'm talk to her. I'm not plugging her podcast. Are you kidding me? I would love to reach out no, to her. No, because I think she's crazy. I would love to have a conversation. We know introverts, like hardcore introverts. Absolutely. I am the most introverted extrovert. Yes, you there are. There is. So I completely understand. The time to recharge. Well, be, being an introvert should have no bearing on not wanting to be around your spouse. No. At all. They're not people. When I need to recharge, it's because I've gone to two experiences on a Sunday. I got to church at 645 because that's when rehearsal starts for worship. And we do two times, 9 and 1015. And typically we're there a little bit later, especially if you're speaking on a Sunday. We're talking to people a little bit more. So depending on how many, usually about 500 people come through Cultivate Church on a Sunday. That's a lot. Yes, it is. I like to go home and recharge. We took an hour nap after church on Sunday. It was phenomenal. And I was mad because we had to wake up. Listen, you ever want to be like (laughs) Jesus? Jesus took Took naps. naps. I'm all (laughs) about that. I like that side of Jesus where he took naps. He's like, guys, I'm kind of tired. I'm going to go recharge and take, take myself a nap. This is, this is, she says, once she made the move, she loved it. She realized what she had missed, having only lived alone briefly in college and becoming a mother at 24. This is so sad. That's your own daggum problem, child. You having babies at 24? So what? Uh, this is. There are children that have babies. At the end of the day, this just Selfish, boils down to selfishness. Word I should not say on. We can't this say podcast. that. <laughs> can't say that. But yeah, this boils down to selfishness that we are more concerned with ourselves 
than we are with other people. And we should be so more concerned with our families and with our spouses and with our kids, and but we're more concerned with ourselves. What's your face saying over there? What, what are you reading? <sighs> she expresses, she had to, we had to be thrown into parents, to being parents. We both lost ourselves. As our daughter gets older, we are reemerging and asking, what are our hobbies? Who am I? Having physical space for that process has helped a lot. We don't feel like we're just stuck with somebody. I just, that's, uh, you know, you should, and I get that, that having a child completely changes everything. Does completely changes your mindset, changes who you are in a sense, uh, changes your routines. You kind of lose of what you used to have. That's one of the amazing things about having a child. But to be able to, we'll say, find yourself again, you should be able to do that with your spouse, separating from them and sleeping in a separate bed from them and spending your alone time to be able to find out who you are again. That's again, that's a that's a very poor excuse. That's I wanna, lazy. I want I want to know if she knows what sex is. Because she literally says, and this is quotes, we had to be thrown into being parents. I'm sorry, but you laid down and you did the deed. That is what causes you to have a baby. That is a consequence of, of, of sex is having a child. Listen, so what, what? It took you nine months, okay? Yeah, if, if you... You just didn't get thrown into a lion's den. And I know there's all sorts of different medicines and <sighs> things that people can use to not have children and have sex however however that is a consequence of having sex it's just it, it's going to happen it's what happens i'm just bum fuzzled yes he prefers his room i prefer mine this is a different couple in 13 years they've been together they've never shared a bedroom they live in a four bedroom house they share with a roommate. Okay. Oh, this is so irritating. She likes it neat in a tidy space all on her own. He prefers his space full of knickknacks and cozies. Are you serious? I, you know, <laughs> I do not have a problem with them having a roommate because no. until our son was born, we had a roommate. We had a roommate. Mm -hmm. We didn't sleep in separate beds. No. Timmy was like our brother. Yep. Still is. Mm -hmm. If he needed a roommate, call us. We'd probably give him one of our kids. <laughs> find a way to make it happen, you know? And there's no problem with that. Only because... Our relationship is so solid. Absolutely. I'm just blown away. They don't even sleep in the same room. But they have a roommate. So how are they not just roommates? They're all just roommates in that situation. I just, I, I don't. Occasionally, they'll spend a full night together. Like when they watch a scary movie. Or when the times that they need to be comforted. Like after one of their cats died a year ago. Oh my! I, 
Now listen, that's a yeah, a pet dying is a traumatic experience. Sure. But that's the only time you need to share a bed with your spouse? Yes, it is. According to them. I just that this People is People are jacked up in the head. Yeah. <laughs> but this is just a I, I think this is selfishness. Uh, this is laziness. I, I love what the therapist said that this is to prevent from talking about what's actually going on because I think that's exactly what this is. I think this is more or less we don't want to deal with life. We don't want to deal with the, the storms that have, have come upon us. We don't want to deal with the things that are going on. So we're just going to act as if they don't exist. We're going to separate that part of our lives. We're going to go off and just kind of do our own thing. Yeah, we're still married. Sure, we still love each other. But we don't want to confront the things that are in front of us. So what's going to happen with these couples is eventually it's going to become so bad and so awful that it's going to, it's going to blow up. Or they're going to wake up one day and they're going to say, say what everyone always says whenever they wake up one day. How in the world did we get here? Well, it started when you decided, I think it would be best if we have our alone time and have devotion time to for scrolling TikTok. This couple says that this is the one that, they like to sleep in the same room when a pet dies. They also believe they do not see sex and sleep as two activities that were necessarily connected. As far as flirting, this is the quote, as far as flirting, cuddling, and making out, we do that quite a bit, and it is very spontaneous. But usually, if we're going to the bedroom together, that's its own thing, and there is a more deliberate aspect of that level of intimacy. Nah, they're just, they've got it all. They, they, they've compartmentalized. They're just telling themselves what they want to think. They've compartmentalized all these different assets of, or, or aspects of what it's supposed to be to be to be married. And they have different sectors that they're trying to steer. And it's just, all right, well, we're, we're going to take this one out. That's great. All right, we're going to put this back, back here. And we'll take this out of the closet whenever we decide we, we want to do this again. It's not the way in which it was designed. <laughs> All right. So the couple that has been married for 40 years, they are 66 and 67 years old. They are the ones who said, you have to be practical with marriage if you want to stay married. They also have this quote. You have to understand that you're not always going to be on the same page and you're not always going to want to be lovey-dovey. Well, no. Exactly. No, you're not. But that doesn't mean you can't sleep in the same bed. No. What? What's wrong with people? She says it's almost like a dirty little secret. I can see where it's a dirty little secret because people are going to hear that and think like, what, Why? what in the world? Why would you not? Yeah, and it, I just, I bring it all back. As, as I've heard all I want to hear about this. <laughs> I'm finished with the article. Anyway. That why would you not want to spend as much time as possible with your spouse? With the one that you love more than anyone. The one that you decided you want to do life with more than anyone. I don't understand why you wouldn't. I, I think that, and I, I think it comes from scrolling TikTok and watching the trash on TV and trying to capture these things that we see that are all pretend, they're all fake, they're not real. The things you see on social media, it's not real. 
It took hours and hours and hours of videos and pictures and editing and filters to make that picture perfect where people see, mm, that's what I want. Yeah. That's what I, it's not real life. It's all pretend. It's all a j- big giant facade. It is. Like they're completely trying to keep up with the Joneses situation? Completely missing it. The Joneses aren't real. They're broke and they don't have any money. No, no so one's actually met the Joneses. I haven't. I haven't. Not that I care to keep up with them. No, but now I've never met the Joneses. I don't know who they are. They've never don't they've never care. visited us before. And I guarantee you I can walk in their house and it's not what I like. No. And people can walk into our house. It's not going to be what they like. That's like, okay. Oh, I love that you keep Halloween decorations up all year. It ain't Halloween decorations. What you talking about? It's just regular. <laughs> That's here all the time. Now, there is one Halloween decoration I forgot to take down in the kitchen. And you can't even oh, see it because yeah. it's hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> That's right. It says, if zom- no, don't take this personal, but if zombies are chasing us, I'm tripping you. <laughs> it's the only one that didn't I come just down. Don't look up. No, we have either. skulls and baseball and just things that most people don't have as decoration. Things that we enjoy. I am not a farmhouse girl. Nope, and that's I am okay. If Southern and from Alabama, and I got skulls. Everywhere. Well, that and that's the great <laughs> thing about people is everyone has their different opinions and their different tastes. And you know what? That's okay. That's what makes us unique. That's what makes us individuals, and what makes us awesome. But this but idea, this of, idea exactly of, of sleeping in separate beds with your, but I, I can't. I can't wrap my head around it. Again, if we're wrong, please let us know. Uh, well, if, and please let us know how how we're wrong. And because if, I don't if you get do, if this is you, please explain. Explain. <laughs> don't let, give me these. I would say unless stupid there's stupid answers. Unless there is like some sort of have. medical issue. Oh yes. Then I I can't I can't understand it. And I, again, it takes us back to as as we'll be done in here in just a second. It isolates you. Yes. And we have seen so many times with so many people that when they begin to isolate, the wheels are falling off. It's gone. When they begin to separate and disconnect from the people that they love, things things are off track. Things are not okay. When they stop responding to text messages, when they don't pick up your calls, when they start avoiding you, things go poorly. Yeah. It always does. It never fails. It never works out where it's it's an okay thing. And when couples are doing this and they're spending more time apart than they are together, it's going to be detrimental to the marriage. Yeah. I, I would love to see this article 20 years from now and see how many of these people were, one, able to keep up with it, and two, that were able to stay together through this because this is not how marriage was designed. Absolutely not. At all. And it's sad to see. And if we're wrong, please let us know. I would love to know. But I I hate this article so much. <laughs> it's awful. We'll pray and make it better. Let's get out of here and make <laughs> it better. It's almost baseball season. It is. God, that we love you. We are so thankful for today and just these moments. And God, just pray that this podcast will uh, reach the people that you want it to reach, that whatever they're going through, uh, whatever they may be struggling with, God, that maybe it can just bring a smile to their faces. They can become closer together. Uh, they will love each other, that they will love you and just allow you to work in all ways that only you can. We love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Play ball.